And again, you're listening to Community Matters. Big names and big events are returning to Jamestown and Chautauqua County this summer, and National Comedy Center Executive Director Journey Gunderson tells us what to expect. We have National Comedy Center Executive Director Journey Gunderson on the line with us today. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you for having me. We want to catch up with you because the National Comedy Center's Lucille Ball Comedy Fest is coming back after a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic. And I was hoping that you could tell us everything that is in store. Well, you said it. We're thrilled to be coming back after a hiatus. It didn't feel right not to have live comedy presented in Jamestown in a big way. And the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival has grown to become one of the most respected comedy festivals in the country. So if you live locally and uh, you haven't gotten tickets yet for this year or haven't been before, uh, know that this is a pretty special thing that it takes place right in your backyard. And uh, we're so excited. It's going to be August uh, 3rd through the 7th. And we have an amazing lineup that I'm excited to tell you about. And I noticed, I, I think just in the, maybe the last week or two, that there has been even another act added. It's, it's by a, the same comedian that's coming, but there's going to be two acts by one of the main comedians coming this year. That's right. So the lineup is pretty, pretty amazing. Uh, one of the artists is Jeff Foxworthy, who's no stranger uh, to Western New York. But people should know, he... the. The Blue Collar Comedy Tour and the content that he produced in his career is it holds records for being some of the most popular and uh, widely consumed comedy content of all time across a few platforms, including Comedy Central uh, and including ticket sales and the way people look at that tour. So Jeff Foxworthy is it's interesting also in building the Comedy Center. We learned that he really uh, garnered so much respect from the comedy community in all genres, whether it's people who do blue-collar comedy or something very different, Foxworthy's regarded as one of the best sort of jokesmiths or wordsmiths when it comes to crafting a joke. In fact, he talks about that in interviews in the Comedy Center exhibits. So regardless of whether you identify as a, quote, blue-collar comedy tour fan or not, you can enjoy an amazing show by one of the best in the business, and there are still tickets on sale. They're going really fast. But there are tickets still available for Jeff Foxworthy. He's going to be at the Northwest Arena during the festival. Uh, another night of the festival. So his first show, by the way, has already sold out. So there's still tickets available for the second Jeff Foxworthy show. Uh, the other, uh, We have a couple of other acts. The uh, Saturday Night Live alumni, this is an exciting show because it features some of the best in comedy or in uh, Saturday Night Live history with Kevin Nealon. David Spade and Rob Schneider. That's all three of those guys in one show. And that's a show that you can only see in Jamestown, New York. So that's a, a special combination that we assembled for the festival. It's not like it's a touring show with that format. So that's another uh, special thing not to be missed. And then recently we added uh, Margaret Cho to the lineup, one of my favorites. And Margaret Cho, if you're not aware, was named by Rolling Stone as one of the to the list of top 50 stand-up comedians of all time. So if you're not familiar with Margaret Cho, come you know you can come check out the show, check out her stuff online ahead of time if you're not sure. But uh, you know that you're seeing really the best talent working today when you get tickets to our headliners. Uh, another show that's really popular that we try to bring back every year is the Stand-Up Showcase. Some people, even if they're big fans of the big ticket, big name headliners, leave the festival going, that was the best show of the festival because you're seeing the best uh, club talent 
from coast to coast descend on Jamestown for a show where each comic gets about a 15-minute set. And so nobody ever leaves the show not having liked most of it, if not all of it. There's really something for everyone, and it's a really fun evening and a really affordable ticket, and that's at the Red Lanay. It, that's, it's a really stellar lineup because you go through the list of comedians and I can think of little bits from each one of them. You know, who hasn't heard Jeff Foxworthy? You might be a redneck if and, and even if he doesn't even do I'm sure he still includes some of that in his uh, act. But, you know, I've always appreciated it, his humor, even if I, you know, didn't think of myself as a redneck. And he's just funny. I mean, because some comedians, it's like they have a it's a different level. But he's like, you know, you come you go to those shows and you laugh. I mean, you're I mean, they're big belly laughs. So that's uh, right. Yeah, it's one of those things. I'm smiling as I say this, like whether you identify as a redneck yourself, which I say that tongue in cheek and, or uh, blue collar, the genre of comedy is about that whole culture in a way that uh, everyone's in on the joke. You know, it's not mean spirited and uh, it's. It's really, um, it's well done. It's mm-hmm. pretty deft and it's pretty genius and it's crafting and Foxworthy is one of the best. So uh, I think everybody can enjoy that show, to your point. Mm-hmm. Are there, what are some of the other, I mean, obviously people love to come for the, the evening um, shows, the headliners, but what other kind of activities are taking place during the daytime? We have a free kids comedy show and that's something we do every year because you know, we're Jamestown, New York, or the home of the National Comedy Center, or the hometown of Lucille Ball. We want all the kids in Chautauqua County and in the region to be exposed to the comedic arts at a young age. And uh, it's always a show that the parents like also. So bring the whole family, bring parents, bring, bring grandma and grandpa. Uh, come to the Reginald Center for the Arts for a Nell Dross comedy show. Uh, I believe that's at 11 or 11.30 a.m. on the Saturday of the festival. And so you can go online and get tickets ahead of time. Uh, but it is a free comedy show, and so that's wonderful. We also have uh, three nights of late-night comedy. So if you really want to see sort of uh, a taste of what's happening in the club scene, again, coast-to-coast, in some of the best comedy venues in the nation, we book these comics having found them at legendary clubs like The Cellar in New York and The Store in L.A., uh, and bring them to Jamestown. So you get a taste of something pretty special without having to travel very far. Uh, we also have, for those of you who are interested in more retrospective comedy heritage or Lucy nostalgia, the, a lot of the daytime events include shows from the beloved impersonators, uh, Lucy and Ethel impersonators that we've brought back every year, uh, and some shows and some experiences in the museum, like members-only archival events, uh, that allow you to just relish in our great and rich comedy heritage. It's a great time to visit the National Comedy Center Museum. We do recommend that you book your admission ticket like with a reservation during the festival because it gets so busy. Um, But then we're also bringing back the block party. So when you think about an evening where you're buying a ticket to Jeff Foxworthy or Margaret Cho, you're getting a lot. You're getting bang for your buck because you're also getting a party in the street in Jamestown where you're seeing friends and family you maybe haven't seen throughout a pandemic where everyone's been stuck inside. Uh, so it's just a really fun night to be part of this great comedy community. Yeah, and I've I've experienced a block party myself. I, I we weren't able to get tickets. This is going back to I think when Seinfeld was here, and we had friends who came down from Buffalo, and they said, "Meet us at the block party. You're not going to show, but we can still have a good time." And we, we definitely did. So yeah, nice addition to the, to the entire weekend. Uh, where can people find the full schedule of events for the Comedy Fest? Sure, it's 
comedycenter.org slash festival. Awesome. So uh, a lot of other things also taking place that the Comedy Center is working on. Uh, one of the stories that came out last year following um, his death is that the Comedy Center is becoming the home of Carl Reiner's archives. So what is the ar- uh, update there? Is that, Are those archives still being sorted through or what is the news? Those archives are still being sorted through, but we've really transitioned from uh, sorting and accessioning and preserving into exhibiting and curating. So it's a, it's a pretty uh, involved process. There were 75 boxes of material that came from the Carl Reiner archive. And if you're not sure why you should appreciate Carl Reiner, uh, you will learn that in this exhibit. It's one of those things where people know him uh, a little bit for maybe having been the genius behind the Dick Van Dyke show, or they may be aware that he was uh, the genius behind movies like The Jerk with Steve Martin. Uh, They also may know him as a performer. Uh, Carl Reiner is one of the most prolific comedic minds the world world will ever know, and he made everyone around him better. So uh, he was kind of usually the straight man, uh, but his collaborations include, uh, you know, the, the memories and comedy history of greats like Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, Steve Martin, some of the best comedy content Uh, we've all ever consumed was really uh, rooted in the genius of Carl Reiner. So from being a writer, originally a performer, and then kind of fought his way into the writer's room after sitting in the hallway writing jokes outside the writer's room on the um, Sid Caesar's Your Show of Shows, uh, this, this archive includes the earliest jokes he ever wrote for television through the tweets he was still doing, uh, you know, in 2020. So from 2,000-year-old man with Mel Brooks uh, to film collaborations with Steve Martin to the beloved Dick Van Dyke show and everything in between, this exhibit covers Carl Reiner. And we celebrate that Carl Reiner was a founding member of our advisory board and that we've named our preservation and archival department in his honor. Mm -hmm. And there is an event coming up at the end of July to honor his memory as well that you're that the comedy center is part of with Chautauqua institution. Yes. So, uh, you don't have to be a season ticket holder at Chautauqua or a resident on the grounds of Chautauqua institution to come to this show. Anybody can come to this show, uh, and find tickets on our website, but this is a, a Wednesday evening at the amphitheater, which is a great venue to see anything in really in Chautauqua County. Uh, show that celebrates the career of Carl Reiner. It's July 27th, and we have coming to town, uh, this is pretty special, a comedy great in his own right, his son Rob Reiner, uh, who is behind uh, great many great films, but in the comedy realm, you know, he's really known for, among other things, Final Tap, uh, one of the original sort of mockumentaries, and he's in that film as well. Uh, but Rob Reiner is coming to town with both Lucas and Annie Reiner, the three children of Carl Reiner. Uh, we also have, we've sourced and recorded over the last few months some amazing commentary from others who, uh, whose careers and lives were touched by Carl, including uh, Lily Tomlin, I mentioned Steve Martin, Mel Brooks, Dick Van Dyke, uh, so that this evening is a, is a really great educational experience on Carl's career but also a celebration of the greatest uh, bits of his work. So you're going to be laughing. You're going to be hearing directly from Rob Reiner, Lucas and Annie Reiner. uh, And we have some uh, 
some other stage plans in store. So that's July 27th at the Amphitheater at Chautauqua, and you can find tickets to that uh, either with Chautauqua Institution's box office or ours at ComedyCenter.org. And I, I'm, I'm so jealous because, I, unfortunately, I, I cover other things at night and I won't be able to make it. I, I always want to coast. I, when I heard that Rob Reiner was going to be there, one of the things, he did the movie Princess Bride. And during the pandemic, I think they had like an online reading of it. And Carl Reiner did the part of the grandfather for that online reading. So, And I thought how special was, that was to have him be part of that film you know, at least at least a reading of it, be, you know, before he died, you know, with his son. So yeah, and no, it just sounds like a really fantastic night. And, uh, and I think we're extraordinarily blessed to have these kinds of institutions here in Chautauqua County between Chautauqua Institution and the National Comedy Center, you know, to have you know, this right on our doorstep, these, you know, types of folks and their experiences to come and, you know, and learn from and hear from. So and thinking, you know, there's been a variety of people in comedy who have de- designated the Comedy Center as a place to send their archives or their families have designated. You know, other than Lucille Ball, obviously, Disney Arnaz, George Carlin's amassed collection of notes and videos was, I think, maybe one of the largest ones you first received. Uh, where are we now with these archives? I mean, I'm, I was trying to think in my head who, who the whole list and it sounds I mean, I'm guessing that this archive has seemed to be a quite a growing collection. Absolutely. It's been uh, a remarkable experience to uh, feel the domino effect that really was George Carlin in 2016 when that donation of his 25,000-piece archive was made to the National Comedy Center in Jamestown, and to now be the preservation home of archives from greats like Johnny Carson, Carl Reiner, the show In Living Color, uh, some exciting to-be-announced uh, names in comedy that we haven't put press releases out about yet that I, I shouldn't spoil here. Um, but it's it's absolutely the place. You know, when we were, and, and those of you locally who witnessed the lead-up to the Comedy Center opening in 2018, you know for more than 10 years we were raising money to build this. And one of the parts of the vision was that this would be the nation's uh, re- repository for comedy's heritage and material history and it has absolutely fulfilled that. It has become the home, and we have a, an archives department that is amazing, uh, that includes a lot of local talent, and it's one of these things where we will be expanding so that it becomes another part of the visitor experience to uh, experience the archives. Right now, you asked about the George Carlin archives. We do open the doors by appointment to the actual archives, uh, to researchers and scholars and documentarians all the time. Um, but we also pride ourselves in being an institution that doesn't just stow things away where you can't see them. We really uh, try to engage visitors through the turnstile attraction, the, the National Comedy Center's museum experience, in the archives by making them really accessible. So those who have visited know you can sift through digitally uh, thousands of scraps of paper uh, from Carlin's archive. So we always want to make sure that the archive is being engaged with and is accessible. Um, notably, in the last year, we've supported both Amy Poehler in her documentary on Lucy and Desi. She spent days in our archives here in Jamestown. Uh, and also recently, Judd Apatow, in his fantastic documentary he just completed and released on George Carlin, uh, we were a big part of that behind the scenes because there wasn't an institution 
on a national level, a cultural institution preserving this material before. So there really wasn't a place for documentarians to turn. And this is just one of the other special things uh, when it comes to Jamestown and the role it's playing in, in the national comedy conversation. I think I lost my my dad to the Carlin uh, part of the exhibit at the NCC when I brought my parents there. Not not in the too distant past. I think we we walked into another room and I turned around and I said, "Where's Dad?" And my mom said, "I think he's still with Carlin." And I said, "Well, okay then." <laughs> so yeah, no, it's, yeah. it's it really it brings it really draws people in and they and, and they really do. He was like, I think he was just so fascinated to see everything that that you guys had there. So I know there's some things you can't talk about, but is there any exhibit news coming? up that you can talk about for the Comedy Center? We are also on the brink of opening a Johnny Carson exhibit that is going to be really more of an experience that you are immersed in uh, than even an exhibit. We, we debated, you know, what words to use to describe it because for those of you who have been to the Comedy Center, you might be familiar with the Hologram Theater where we have had an amazing presentation of the arc of the career uh, of Jim Gaffigan, where you can witness him finding his voice. Uh, he allowed us to hologram him at different points in his career. And then a hologram version of Jim would reflect on those things uh, in a way that's pretty funny. We have transformed that space to now be uh, an immersive show experience that is an exhibit uh, on the 30 years of late night of Johnny Carson 30 years later. It's hard to believe that it was actually now this year, as of May, 30 years since Johnny Carson stepped down as the host of The Tonight Show after a 30-year reign truly as the king of late night. And we reflect on that with just an amazing list of heavy hitters um, from Bette Midler to Steve Martin uh, to Martin Short reflecting on uh, how he really set the standard for the late night format. Uh, You know, he was kind of known to be the king of the monologue. So he really pioneered, I mean, there were those who came before him, but no one really uh, cemented the success of the late night format like we saw with Johnny Carson. And that's an exhibit uh, that opens this month in July at the National Comedy Center. So uh, there's a lot to be explored. Yeah, I think I, I always remember anytime I hear an inter, uh, a comedian being interviewed about who had been on Carson saying that moment when you're asked to come over and sit down, how special it was and how much that meant you know, to sit down. You know, that meant that Johnny liked like what you had to say when you did your, your stand up bit. So that's so exciting. I mean, that'll be great. They'll be opening just in time. So p- people have a chance to check it out before the festival and then attend the festival as well. Are there any other activities or events that the Comedy Center has? going on besides besides the big festival coming up in august Ooh, well we've uh for those of you who came to know our riverside saturday events and the movie nights that we've presented uh we've presented movies on the screens on second street we've presented movies on the uh inflatable screens down in comedy center park on the riverfront uh this year we're doing those monthly so more information about those can be found on the website on comedycenter.org we just did Sister Act recently as a collaboration with the Juneteenth uh, festivities. And it's a great community evening. It's uh, so much fun. And so with that and the two exhibits opening, Carl Reiner and Johnny Carson, and the Chautauqua event July 27th, and the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival returning August uh, 3rd through the 7th, that brings us to one more event in the summer uh, that we're doing the following Saturday, one week after the Comedy Festival, 
uh, on August 13th, which is a stage show celebration of the Johnny Carson exhibit. So we're bringing in acts that were um, discovered on The Tonight Show. That was a big part of The Tonight Show legacy. If you were booked on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, your life was never the same after that day. And so we've assembled this really incredible group of uh, performers and variety acts that experienced that firsthand to come and do uh, excerpts of those performances and talk about what that was like uh, in an amazing celebration of Johnny Carson that takes place one week after the Lucille Ball Comedy Festival at the Reginald Center for the Arts. My goodness. Well, are tickets available for that show yet? Uh, I don't believe we've gone on sale with that one yet uh, because we were just focused on the festival, but uh, we'll definitely keep WRFA listeners apprised of that. Wow, because, yeah, I, I, just thinking about all the different people who have been on Johnny Carson's show, that's, that'll be someone for, if you, if you haven't marked anything down on your calendar yet, folks, you know there's a lot here on this list that Journey just talked to us about. So, oh, gosh, yeah, you're going to fill up everyone's summers in a, quite a way. Is there anything else that you'd like to give us an update about or talk about? Um, let's see, just that if you haven't been to the Lucille Ball Desiernes Museum in a while, uh, we've actually made some serious investments in that museum experience and some really fun updates. So between that and the new National Comedy Center experience and the fact that nobody leaves the National Comedy Center feeling like they've seen everything, you know, people come and think, well, maybe I'll spend two hours. They spend four hours, and then they leave saying, oh, I, I could spend four days. It's absolutely true. You can't get to the bottom of the content. There's so much there across more than 50 exhibits. And each exhibit, like you mentioned, the Carlin one, you could really spend almost all day just at one exhibit. It's, there's that much depth to the content. So if you're sitting here in Chautauqua County and you haven't experienced any of that, uh, make plans this summer to do so. Keep it in mind on a rainy day. Uh, come check out the festival and relish in the fact that you live in the hometown of Lucille Ball, and by virtue of that, in the town that presents one of the best comedy festivals coast to coast. All right. Well, Journey Gunderson, thank you so much for taking time to give us an update on all these activities. Thank you so much for having me.